Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 103.7 The Buzz. They my boobay, taste like for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Lorenzo Robinson. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. Southern Structural Solutions text line, JK says that he did see Doomsday Preppers. It's like, how about the guy that had the abandoned missile silo? Yeah. Ridiculous, man. I'm telling you, like, some of these guys, and I don't want to knock anybody for what they believe or what they do, but I'm just saying me personally, I thought it was a little bit extreme. But if you never watched Doomsday, Doomsday Preppers, it's, it's something to watch for at least for a couple episodes anyway. And Lewis says that he doesn't miss an episode of La Brea. He says he records it every week. Come on. What's his name, Lewis? Lewis. Lewis, I'll be over there later on. (laughs) If you don't mind. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, those are some of the things that are out there. And we're going to break down some NFL playoffs and let Zoe and Todd go through some of these. Todd, did you already pick some games? You already have, have put some out there, haven't you? As far as some of the picks for the games coming up this weekend? No. Well, okay. The, the only one I said was Kansas City. That's nope. the only one I've given. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to go through it and let, let both of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to let both of you guys get to it. Sorry. I don't, but, know, I don't know what noise a peacock makes. That's probably not even close. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Well, Razorbacks are taking on Georgia tonight at 8 o'clock, and that's going to be ESPN2. So we look forward to the game. ESPN U. ESPN U. Okay, mm. it's going to be ESPN U. And on the buzz, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen to Chuck and Coach Z. Exactly. And we look forward to seeing how this team responds. Mm-hmm. How they respond after the opening game and they're zero and one in conference. And here's Coach Muss on uh, addressing some things around the team. And he starts by talking about practice. This team continues to practice really well. Today was a was a great practice, and the game on Saturday was was a really poor performance. I mean, and um, but we had a good practice today. And and I, you know, if it was bad, I would be the first to tell you guys that it was bad. Uh, matter of fact, sometimes I wish I could get on here and tell you we did have some some bad practices because um, really practice doesn't matter. I mean, what matters is the game. That's what. Uh, coaching staffs are paid for. That's what players want to do is they want to play in a game, and, and we've got to carry over from the practice floor to a game. Coach Muss also talked about the chemistry on the road, and can that help improve team chemistry overall? They're going to play against Georgia, mm. and then they're going to play Florida next, and uh, they're going to stay on the road the entire time. Uh, Mike White's done a great job. I think they're 10-0 and at home. I think they're 20-5. and uh, since he got to Georgia um, at home, uh, it's a confident team. It's a team coming off a huge uh, win because anytime you win on the road is a huge win. But that's what the schedule says. That's what you go do. I don't think that you know. I don't think this team needs to uh, go to Athens and have a meal before the night before the game, and all of a sudden that's going to miraculously make us 
uh, better because we have a good meal and and people put their phones down and converse. I'm not a I'm not a believer that that's gonna that's gonna make us uh, all of a sudden play better basketball because we ate together and and we're in a hotel and we're bonding. I think you know I'm not gonna subscribe to that. So what are your thoughts on what Coach Must said there? Must <laughs> cracks me up, man. But he's right. He's right. One of the things that I I, I kind of disagree uh, with what he said was practice does make the difference. Uh, and it it's 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 as a former coach myself, it's it's hard when you have such a good practice that you feel like, and it doesn't translate to the game. Like it's it's hard to figure out now in the days that we are in right now. With the NIL and in the next five minutes, you can have someone else on your team that wasn't there before, and all this other kind of stuff. That makes that makes a huge difference. So I think that was a surprise to him, the way we performed on Saturday. But he's right. It just because you leave the confines of the hills of Northwest Arkansas doesn't mean that it will carry over to tonight. But I'm I'm anxious to see how we're going to perform. Also, Coach Must talked about the identity of this team and what it should be. If you look at the four years of what our identity has been is, as I mentioned earlier, a tough team, a team that never stops playing, a team that plays for 40 minutes. You know, everybody in college basketball has one stinker. You know what I mean? I mean, it just, it happens. Everybody, everybody has one. And some of our teams that have made Elite Eights and Sweet Sixteens have had multiple stinkers and have figured it out. Hopefully, that game is not a pattern. Um, hopefully we played a ranked team that we played pretty decent the first half. And, yeah, you definitely want to stay away from that because another game like that could be pretty worrisome if uh, if it gets to that point. And you never see those type types of games happening yep. where you get beat by 30 points in a basketball game. At home. At home, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. we won't see that again or – It'd be time for everybody to really get worried about this team and what they can do. And I think with the Arkansas fans, especially when it comes to to Coach Musselman, they're willing to give that first game as a, as a pass because of the history of what he's done and what he's been able to do with these teams as far as the Sweet 16 and all of that. And he's right. Everyone has that one bad game. You know, we were talking about golf earlier. In Any golfer novice golfer knows that you're going to have that one hole where you have like a quadruple double or something like that it happens every every time but the key is to not you know stack those on top of each other and continuously having to happen now we're a two-point underdog tonight and we're going down there to play a team that's won nine straight at home and so the key is to go down there and not make the same exact mistakes that we made on Saturday. And I think what's different for Coach Muss is what he was just saying. Traditionally, this this team is different. I mean, we're giving up seventy seven points a game and averaging twenty fouls a game. That's that's nothing that we can that we can build on. So hopefully, I think that that's what he's looking for tonight. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Great show with Zoe today. He's so knowledgeable about all sports and a great hog from the Houston Nut era. Man, appreciate that. So knowledgeable. And that comes in from Kit. And uh, another message here, Razorback basketball over Georgia by five. Okay. And uh, Brazil and battle. Says that Brazil and battle are going to lead the charge tonight. They need to. Because a lot of people have been saying, where is Trevin Brazil? Now, as a player who I've always, I've already said a, a couple times, I've had a lot of injuries. As a player coming off an injury, there's always that mental aspect to it. And I think what Brazil just needs to do is to play 100% all out. And if he gets hurt, you get hurt. But a lot of times with athletes, if you play not to get hurt, that's when you get hurt. So he just needs to go out and perform, and we need to really have it tonight. We can't go 0-2 to start off. How much of a factor do you think that is on him just mentally thinking about that injury? A lot. I mean, because think about it. Last year, he missed all of last year with a knee injury, correct? And then he gets an ankle injury. And ankles, as we know for basketball, is a nagging type of injury. So every time he goes up in a crowd to get a rebound or to shoot a jump shot, it's in the back of his head, oh, my God, I hope I don't come down on somebody else's foot. Because he knows at any given moment that that could be it. So you play timid 
that way. It makes you less aggressive, less physical. And so he needs to just 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 go all just out. Just play ball. Just play. And not think about just it. Just go out and play. All right, let's get into this uh, NFL schedule and some of the games coming up this weekend. Starting on Saturday, you have the Browns taking on the Texans. That's going to be 3.30 on NBC. Todd, what are you thinking there? I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, A great way to start the the playoff weekend. I mean, we've already talked about Joe Flacco and what he's meant to the Browns in his short time there. C.J. Stroud for the Texans is going to be your prohibitive rookie of the year, I think. Um, you got so you got two offenses that can put points on the board. Um, two defensive-minded coaches in Stefanski and D'Amico Ryan. Right. Um, it's just going to come down to that playoff experience, and I think Cleveland pulls it out in the end. What are you thinking, Zoe? Man, I, I know I know Clint Sterner wants me to say Texans, but I just can't. I think the the Joe Flacco magic will continue, uh, and I and I think they. Are want are going to want to play for Joe, uh, so they could potentially get that uh, Cleveland Baltimore matchup. So I'm picking Cleveland. And Todd, you mentioned C.J. Stroud there. A lot of times, um, you know, in the MVP race, it's skewed towards a quarterback. But for offensive rookie, you'll see receivers win that award. Puka Nakua has had a great year, oh, and, sure. and for sure. and taking down some records, but. Um, you could see a case for both those guys, C.J. Stroud, Puka Nakua. Yeah, absolutely. And I did. Yeah, I, I just, I, I know I have been impressed by what I've seen from C.J. Stroud this year. I didn't really have a whole lot of expectation for him coming into the year because I know, especially recently, how little luck rookies have had in, in as as a quarterback in their in their first NFL season. So for Stroud to have the Texans in the playoffs, I think is very impressive. And uh, whether or not he wins the Rookie of the Year award or not, I think he, you know, there are things that he can be proud of as far as all that's concerned. And that is something that can go hand in hand. We talked about NFL Coach of the Year and the possibilities there, and uh, this is a matchup of two of the top guys in Kevin Stefanski and D'Amico Ryan's, and it could go hand in hand with the Texans simply because you're talking about a player who could be NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. They won the division this year after having the top picks in last year's draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you see a complete turnaround in that team. But also with Kevin Stefanski and the Browns, what they've done going through four quarterbacks this year, and it seemed like every time they made a quarterback change, they seemed to get better. Yeah, better, yep. Well, is Joe Flacco up for, like, the comeback player of the year? Or he should like be. That? Okay. He should, yeah, he, he will be. Um, and <clears throat> as far as the performance on the field, He's the guy that should win it hands down. I agree. 100%. Dolphins at Chiefs. This is a game that we've talked about, but um, it's going to be really cold. And the Dolphins, they seem to be on a, a bit of a skid, but it's not that the Chiefs have been consistent this year. They've been up and down. So in, in perfect weather conditions, maybe this is a game that you look at to say it could be it could go either way. But with some of those conditions, I think there's uh, a lot of people feeling like the Chiefs are going to be able to take this one. And I, I would be probably one of those people. I, I, I think the weather is definitely a concern. Um, I think, though, Miami, them being professional, they'll find some way to get over that. At least, in, I mean, they might be shocked by it initially, but I think they'll find once the game gets going, I think it becomes less and less of a factor. I think the ultimate factor, at least for Kansas City, is going to be the reliability of their receiving core. That's what it's been all year. And if they can't get the pass game going, can they get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or someone, Pacheco, to run the football? Kansas City's best defense is going to be a little bit of a ball control offense, which is it goes against their grain offensively. But I think if they can hold on to the ball, if they can sustain drives, and if they can eat clock, that's ultimately going to be how they win that game. What you thinking there, Zoe? I think this is going to be a battle between the two quarterbacks. I think it's going to be Tua and Patrick Mahomes. He who does not turn the ball over will win this game. I think the weather is going to be a factor uh, for for the Dolphins. I, like Todd, I think they'll find a way to overcome it. 
Um, but the Chiefs, with their season, has been so just up and down. Um, I think 100% the Chiefs are going to win this game. There you go, love. Okay, Steelers-Bills, that's going to be CBS game at 12 on Sunday. So you got three games on Sunday. Nice. This one, I think, will come down to the Steelers' offense, quite honestly. Uh, it'll, well, it'll be on both sides of the ball, um, of both offenses, I guess I should say. I'm thinking three thoughts, and I can't spit one out. Um, again, I think it's gonna, it'll come down to quarterback play for Pittsburgh, and it'll come down to whether or not Josh Allen throws any interceptions, because you know he's usually good for one or two a game. So if... The Steelers can get a couple of turnovers, convert them into 7 to 10 points, and then if they control the ball offensively, if they can get something going offensively, I, I think there's a good chance the Steelers can win this game. To me, this is a toss-up game, uh, and uh, I'm only picking the Bills. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a toss-up game, and I'm only picking the Bills uh, because they are at home. But for the Bills to be able to win the game, their red zone numbers have to be perfect. Every time they get in the red zone, they need to come away with six. If that happens, then the Bills will win the game. If they get Stephon Diggs involved especially, then that'll help increase that probability. Absolutely. Oh, he's going to stay involved. It, it's a It's a Diggs-Josh Allen type of game. Absolutely. Because they don't run the ball, and when they do decide to run the ball, yeah. Josh Allen is the person that's running the ball. And, and they, they've been mixing James Cook in a little bit the, more. I mean, maybe. that's true, but what have the Bills traditionally done in the red zone? That, that's where Josh Allen has the most turnover. And so if they can keep the ball in the red zone and turn those uh, trips to the red zone into points, I think they'll be fine. Packers at Cowboys, 3.30 on Fox. Uh, boy, this one um, has either the potential to be really good or really be a stinker. Um, I, I, like uh, Zoe was talking about with uh, Steelers B- Bills, I think this one is all about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's all about Dak Prescott and how well he can control the Cowboys offense. It's all about Jordan Love playing his first playoff game on the road in conceivably a hostile environment at yeah. AT&T Stadium. How does he handle all that? Does he does he throw an interception or two? Uh, ultimately, I think it's the experience of the Cowboys that wins them out. I think with uh, Jordan Love's first experience in the playoffs, this is going to go terrible for him. I think the Cowboys' defense is going to bring it in the hostile environment, just like you said, Joe. Uh, I'm not too much of a Dak Prescott fan, uh, but I am a, a Cowboys defense fan. Uh, and I think that they're going to give uh, the Packers quarterback fits all day long. Yeah, look so, out for Parsons in uh, this one. Oh, my gosh. Unfortunately, I think unfortunately for 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 Jordan Love, it's going to be a bad night. So I'm going Cowboys. So speaking of uh, defense for yeah. this first weekend, so it's not including the Ravens and the Niners. Okay, which team are you looking at that has the best defense? Well, on paper, Cowboys have the best defense. Um, I mean, um, they well more more than the Browns, more so than the Browns. I, I like the Cowboys' defense better than the Browns. They're, I think their edge rushers are just have a slight edge over them, and their corners uh, are are are, um, are 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 a hell of a lot better than the Browns. And they're playing at home. Next game: Rams at Lions, seven o'clock on NBC. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, this one is one that uh, we've talked about a little bit over the last couple of days. Everyone knows the storyline with Jared Goff and uh, Matthew Stafford and, yep. and Stafford coming back to Detroit and how all that seemingly worked out for uh, for both parties. Um, this one, to me, is probably the most, for me, the most toss-up game of the weekend because I can see either team uh, winning this one. Um, the Rams, I think, have been a little more inconsistent on offense, though. I think uh, being at home will really be something that Detroit can lean on, and I think that helps them get over the hump this week. Yeah, I think Dan Campbell has been coaching this team since the first game to get to this particular game. So I think Detroit's going to be ready, uh, and I think Jared Goff is going to be ready as well to prove to the Rams um, that 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 they made the the worst decision. So I'm going Lions at home. What what do you guys think the reverse of that though? Matt Stafford coming back to a place where he played 
for a long time. Yeah. And uh, not that they... Not that they didn't believe in him anymore, but it was just time to to try to go win, and they were able to do that. And now he's coming back to a place with a lot of memories, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, he may be feeling like, let me show what we're all about on this side. Yeah, but they didn't have the same personnel when Stafford was there either. I mean, their offensive line wasn't the same as it is now. And so, yeah, I I mean, I can see that. I can see it as a toss-up game, like Todd said, too. So, But I just think that Dan Campbell is coaching the Detroit Lions, and he has had his team prepared for his type of attitude uh, for this game. And I just think, once again, the home team in this situation is going to win. This could very well be a, a shootout situation. I mean, you could you could have Goff and you could have Stafford throw for 350, 400 yards and wind up with like a 38-35, a 42-38, something like that. Monday night game, Eagles taking on the Bucks. ESPN 715. Uh, I think the Philadelphia defense is going to be too much for Tampa Bay to handle in this spot. I mean, there's a reason why Philadelphia has gone out and drafted half of Georgia's defense, and it's for games like this. <laughs> uh, I think they're angry. I think the uh, losing streak has them with a bit of a mindset that uh, they have something to prove. They've got a bit of a chip on their shoulder, and... I'm still not sold on Baker Mayfield, so I'm going to take Philadelphia. I'm going with the team that has the most SEC defensive players. <laughs> I'm going Eagles right now. I do not like Baker Mayfield, uh, and so I'm going Eagles even though Tampa Bay's at home. All right, there it is. Uh, we're going to factor these picks into the picks on Friday, so we're going to keep up with it and see how you guys fared also for these upcoming games this weekend for NFL playoffs. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Live from the Hogs Meat Market studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Lorenzo Robinson. Stay tuned. Still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. In SEC College Basketball yesterday, sixth-ranked Kentucky beat Missouri 90-77 behind freshman Rob Dillingham's 23 points in just 19 minutes. Alabama thumped South Carolina, beating them 74-47. They're led by Mark Sears, who dropped 31 points. LSU beat Vanderbilt 77-69 in part because of Jalen Cook's 28 points. And 16th-ranked Auburn beat Texas A&M 66-55 behind Jalen Williams' 22 points and 8 rebounds. Nationally, Nebraska knocked off number one Purdue, beating them 88-72. They were led by Keisei Tominaga, who had 19 points. Second-ranked Houston was also upset and handed their first loss of the season as they fell to Iowa State 57-53 as freshman Milan Monchilovic hit a big shot in the final 30 seconds. Tonight, Arkansas will attempt to bounce back when they face Georgia at 8 on ESPNU. Coverage can be heard on The Buzz. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Automotive postgame show. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Guys, it's the new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T-Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T-Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T-Center, reinventing men's health care. Information on bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state can be heard every Sunday morning on Fishing Arkansas with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery in Cabot. Fishing Arkansas, Sunday mornings on 103.7 The Buzz. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. 
There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great! You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com Go Hogs! Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Lorenzo Robinson. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. Courtesy of ESPN, we heard from Pete Carroll, who actually had a press conference addressing the fact that he's out with the Seahawks. And uh, interestingly enough, it was pointed out that he's staying with the Seahawks for now in an advisory role. And uh, it seems like there were certain steps and it was a process to make this all happen. Mm-hmm. And it's similar to the Bruce Arians situation mm-hmm. where it looked like Bruce Arians was going to come back to coach the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he was going to be an advisor, mm-hmm. and the Bucks made an immediate hire in Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. Probably won't see the same thing happen here, but it's a similar situation. And then uh, ESPN, they were trying to connect the dots, saying that there's an opening in L.A. with mm-hmm. the Chargers. Right. Pete Carroll had a lot of success right. in the city of L.A. Right. Now you could see that happening after the thought for most was that they're the team that's going to come after Jim Harbaugh the hardest. Yeah. Did, did it seem just weird how it all went down? I mean, you know, um, uh, Pete Carroll saying how, yes, yes, uh, I'm, I'm 72, but I still feel good. I'm still amped up. I'm still jacked, to use his words. Uh, but, then he, but then he's fired. But instead of just going away, he's still going to be an advisory 
to the organization uh, in an advisory role to the organization that just seems weird to me and so when you brought up the whole Tampa Bay deal it seems just like that but if he I tell you this if he does go back to LA the success that he had just like they just said when he was at UCA like no other yeah. and then Justin Herbert is a upcoming fantastic young quarterback that all all the all LA the they need is for someone to come in and tweak that defense and that could be a perfect spot for him. I I would completely agree with everything Zoe just said. I mean, uh it would seem to make sense that uh you would bring in a guy like Carroll who has had success in the Los Angeles area, knows the area from his time at USC and like you said, all they need is a couple of tweaks on defense and and look out for this. I mean, I hate it for my Chiefs because you know I don't want competition in the division. But I mean, uh, no, yeah, it, hey, it's coming it, simply it's because it's coming regardless. The Raiders and Chargers have opening. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, I mean the, uh, the the more I marinate on Pete Carroll as a possibility for the Chargers, the more it seems to make sense. And then you have to think about the Broncos; they're going into the second year with Sean Payton as their head coach. So a lot of because of the Chiefs and the success they've had, yep. a lot of coaching changes within that division. Yeah, I think Sean Payton, though, would be all right. I think Sean Payton's issue and problems that the Bronco had, they just settled that, and that was uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, they got rid of Russell Wilson, and I think next year you will see that the Broncos will be a totally different team. And, and look how this all ties in together. The positive, in the positive light. Look how it all ties together with Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks and them making those trades back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's something that um, the Seahawks organization, they had they have expectations every year, but based off where they were last year mm-hmm. and coming into this year, mm-hmm. what they did in the draft, what they did in free agency, mm-hmm. they had expectations, and it looked like they were going to make the playoffs. They fell a little bit short, yeah. and maybe that's where the disconnect comes in with Pete Carroll and not moving forward with him. Yeah. They may have looked at that roster and looked at their overall situation to say, like, man, you we, we should be in yeah. one of these playoff spots. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And they looked at him like, if you, can't, if, if you can't do it with this roster, then we need to go find somebody that can with this roster. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I yeah. And, I, and I, also, I agree with that. And also the fact that he's been there 14 years. They've had a lot of success. Been there 14 years. They may feel like it's, it's time to just hear a new voice. No, that's true. Sometimes the yeah. voice just does get old, and sometimes you just need a new voice to relay a similar message. Yeah. And, and it could be the same thing with the Patriots. The, the Patriots... If they decide to move on, and there's a lot of speculation there, could be the same deal where organization has had a lot of success. Now, they had a lot more success when you had the combo of head coach with Belichick and Brady with the quarterback. But here lately, it hasn't been there. And now it may be time to hit that reset button for them to see what they can do moving forward. I think with the Patriots, though, a lot of people kind of lost – hope or favor or whatever you want to call it with Bill Belichick because of some of the decisions that he made, like making Matt Patricia the the defense coordinator or whatever it was when they did some crazy, crazy things on the coaching staff uh, that didn't result in any kind of win. Or that was that was the key to it. Cause yeah, that's if, what I'm thinking about. If them. it would have if it would have worked out the way that you know he envisioned, then what would we have said? Man, Belichick is such a genius. He took defensive coaches yeah. made them offensive coaches and then you may have seen situations where other teams may have tried to replicate that yeah but it didn't work out that way right so. <laughs> bill belichick the coach is much better than bill belichick the gm that and and that's, I agree. that's the key that's the key I and can, i think that's that's kind of what i was saying todd yeah some of the decisions he made is just, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and so that's why in recent days it's been put out there that if Bill Belichick does stick around, he's looking at and he's embracing the fact of maybe giving up some of those responsibilities and mm-hmm. personnel and just coach coach and uh, focus on coaching only. And so maybe that's his way of uh, yeah, but is being it able too to stick late, around. Though? Is it too late? It probably is. Todd just made a great point. Sometimes the guys need to hear somebody else. And it, and I think you know as 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 great as a relationship that Belichick and the owner of the Patriots have, uh, friends can only take you 
so much because at the end of the day it's all about w's and s's with lines through them that are dollar signs and and, and then when you either one of those and then when you have a guy and it can work either way you have a coach that is said to be too much of a player's coach and too nice yeah and once they start losing then it's like okay we need something different there mm-hmm. and if you have a coach that is too much of a disciplinarian then they'll say it's too much of that. You need some balance. You need somebody that can relate to the players. And Belichick, even though he comes across as as, uh, hard-nosed, you know, to the people on the outside, Mm -hmm. the players say that he is relatable Mm -hmm. in a sense that if you you take him out of that element, Mm -hmm. you know, he's funnier than you would expect, and and they Mm -hmm. can relate to him, but... It goes back to when you're that hard-nosed type of coach and things right. aren't going right. right. That's what the focus is. Things aren't going right. You need somebody that seems like they can relate to the players better. Well, what was the deal with Bill Belichick and the the Patriots as an organization? If you are a player or were a player that had issues on this team and you go to the Patriots, it's like the Patriots... The Patriot way. Yeah, the Patriot way will straighten you out. And so that's what, you know, kind of he was known for too. And now I don't even think that that's working anymore. Um, And so I just think maybe it's just time to move on. And that that becomes the situation. It's like, it's always about recency. You know, what have you done for me lately? Right. They look at all those championships, all the success that they've had over 20 years. Mm-hmm. But in the end, what have you done the past yeah. two, three years? You can only tout that for so long. You can only tout it for so long. And on the flip side of that coin, I mean, you can always try, as, as uh, Joe, you had mentioned a moment ago, about maybe letting Belichick be more of a coach and letting someone come in and be the GM and letting Belichick focus more on the coaching duties. And then by doing that, you try to build a staff that can try to maybe gain some success with Mac Jones, or maybe you go after one of the quarterbacks that are available on the draft and see if that works for a season, maybe two at the max. And then if that doesn't work out, make that your last straw and just say, Hey, Bill, it's been a wonderful career, but it's, we need to move on. Yeah. Amari Cooper says that he's ready to return to the Browns lineup against the Texans. He's missed the last two games, and of course, uh, Week 18, several players sat, especially some of the ones that were dealing with injury. But past two games, he sat because of a heel injury, but he said he's ready. He said it's getting better every day. I'm running around now. Just a typical injury that you have to work through. So that could be a boost that the Browns get back into their lineup, getting Amari Cooper back for this game against the Texans coming up. Yeah, it's, it's all hands on deck. Or all all feet on deck. <laughs> Get that? All feet on deck. <laughs> Listen, uh, like we wouldn't talk about Joe Flacco almost all day. And if he gets a weapon like Amari Cooper back, the key is to win game one, win or go home. So if they, it, that's just going to you know amplify their odds of winning the game if they get him back. I mean, I've had a foot injury before, so I know the pain that he's going through. But as a player, you want to play. And so if he has any, uh, you know, any motivation at all to get back to play with this being game one, he should do so. Also, Amari Cooper, when being asked about the uh, Texans defense, he says they're not really a man coverage team. So I think the chances of them using a player to shadow me are a bit less. But you never know for playoff teams, they're willing to do whatever it takes to win. So we'll just see. There you go. So he wants to get back on the field, though, to be able to help his team try to come away with a win and move on. All feet on deck. There it is. <laughs> well, with That's all our feet theme for today, all feet on deck. All yeah, on deck. with all feet on deck, we're coming up on our final segment here on Out of Bounds. We're going to get into uh, some more of the headlines that are out there. We're going to close the show and get ready for Drive Time Sports, which is coming up after Out of Bounds. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Lorenzo Robinson. Stay tuned. It's trade in time at Guadalajara.
Hotney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in Central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Bring in the new year with River Valley Tractor. In Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Visit rivervalleytractor.com today. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to Ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey everyone, this is Heather Baker, President and Publisher of AY Media Group here in Arkansas. We publish two of the biggest and most widely read magazines in the entire state, AY Magazine and Arkansas Money and Politics. At AY and Arkansas Money and Politics, we keep you up to date on all the news you need to know and the stories you want to hear. Visit us online at aymag.com and armoneyandpolitics.com to see for yourself. Now more than ever, it is important to be mindful of where you get your news and support your local businesses. With AY Media Group, you get the best of both worlds. Do you need health insurance? Open enrollment for the Arkansas Health Insurance Marketplace is happening now. Do you have questions about plans and coverage or need help with enrollment? Visit myarinsurance.com to connect with an Arkansan waiting to help at no cost to you. But hurry, the final open enrollment deadline for 2024 health insurance coverage is January 16th. Find help today at myarinsurance.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Lorenzo Robinson. It's the final segment. We're wrapping it up for Out of Bounds and some things that are out there. 
LeBron James and Bronny are going to have their own trading card. A trading card they're going to be on together. And it's with Fanatics. So they've signed a deal with Fanatics. And LeBron put it out on Instagram. He put out an image of the card. And it's he and Bronny from their... Uh, it's, it's LeBron from his high school days. And it's, Le- it's Bronny in his USC jersey. So they both have signed the card. It's with Fanatics. And uh, the kicker here is that LeBron is partnering with Fanatics. And previously he worked with Upper Deck his entire career. He's been working with Upper Deck and now he makes the switch over to Fanatics and it's a multi-year trading card partnership. So once again, Bronny is able to benefit from something that LeBron has going on, but of course, that's expected. And um why am I jealous? <laughs> I just I just feel jealous. Like I don't I'm not a jealous person. I don't I don't hate on people. But but damn it, I feel jealous. I feel jealous that I'm not on a card with my son. <laughs> but that's awesome. It, understandable. That's awesome, though. Now, Bronny, he has several deals out there, yep. and especially with his NIL base. And Nike is one of them. So you can see that everything is lined up with LeBron and, um, and, and getting Bronny on board. But he has some deals out there on his own. The thing that that you really have to hate for him though Zoe is you know the comparison is always going to be there right they're going to expect him to right try to come close to what his dad has done and accomplish that and and also there's a thought that he's only earning certain things or giving certain things and mm-hmm. that he's not earning them because yeah. of who he is right and it takes away from the fact that Bronny is a, a really good player he's himself a good player that that's 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 what I'm hearing you know I think I think LeBron, and I don't know LeBron um, like that. Uh, we've only talked on the phone to each other just, just a few just times, a couple uh. times. But uh, I think that he probably has done a good job with Bronny, setting the expectations of what he is going to have to go through growing up. And with Bronny, and what Bronny has done is actually became a really good basketball player. Unlike a lot of these guys who, um, you know, are being compared to their fathers or their mothers or whatever, and they're just not that good. Uh, So I think Bronny will be all right. I think uh, what he will do with the expectations is simply just say, I'm not my dad, I'm Bronny, so this is how I play, and leave it at that. Something that is late-breaking here on ESPN, the NCAA. Division One Council voted today to adopt new rules designed to help athletes and agents um, in terms of NIL. So starting in August, the NCAA will provide athletes with a standardized with standardized contract recommendations for NIL deals and uh, aggregated data to help schools and athletes have a more realistic picture of what's going the going rates for endorsement deals so they're trying to uh get some things together and put it on paper to rope it in but um they're constantly working to make it where everybody knows exactly what's happening with some of these nil deals i'm shaking my head and i know a lot of people can't see me because it's the radio but i am shaking my head because there's more and more legislation coming out there's more and more ncaa rules coming out or findings coming out that's that's trying to get kids more money but i don't hear any legislation or any ncaa rules requiring these athletes to take a financial course like it's all good to get all this money for playing i wish they could have had it i wish we could have had it when i played but what's going to happen when that money runs out and hey you're not as good as you thought you were or hey you got all this money all of a sudden now you don't think that you have to work very hard aka kj jefferson that you don't have to work very hard anymore and what happens when all that money runs out and you've injured yourself and now you're broke so what do I do after that when are we going to start getting some some classes teaching these kids on what to do and how to manage all of this financial money? literacy thank yep. you sir that I, I never I hadn't seen it yet 
but yet I keep seeing how can we get them more money? How can we get them to choose the right agent for what to get them more money? But nothing about how to handle your money. It makes me mad. In a statement from the NCAA, they say, we don't want to do anything to get in the way of student-athletes trying to activate their NIL rights, but we do want to assist them in essentially protecting themselves. So this is another step in trying to get the athletes to be protected when it comes to certain things with NIL. Connor Bedard, number one overall pick in the NHL for the Chicago Blackhawks. He's going to be out six to eight weeks with a broken jaw. He had surgery to to uh, repair the broken jaw, and it's going to keep him out with the timeline around All-Star game. And right now, he's set to be the youngest player ever in the NHL All-Star game at 18 years old, 201 days. The previous record was 18 years old, 259 days. NHL All-Star game is February 3rd. So... We'll see if uh, he's able to participate in that, but uh, right now I don't it looks know if like he'll be playing. He might be there in, uh, in you know, in person and well, you know, shake some hands, hands and kissing babies, but uh, I don't think he'll be playing. Yeah, bless his heart. Shohei Otani making the move to the Dodgers, and initially with uh, Sunday night baseball and the schedule that they have in order, the first Sunday night baseball game is going to feature the Dodgers who will be taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. (laughs) So you have a couple of uh, classic organizations, and then that big contract that Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers, they're going to be on Sunday Night Baseball. They're going to be the first game. You're going to get a steady diet of Shohei Otani on Sunday Night Baseball this season. Absolutely. Who was the quarterback, the NFL quarterback, that signed that huge deal with the Broncos one day and then the next day just retired? You remember that from a couple years ago? Oh, God, don't I don't necessarily remember that. Remember that. Uh, was it was it Brock Osweiler? That is it. Thank you. What if Shay, Yoshay, whatever his name Shohei is, Otani, uh, what if he just done that? You know, thanks guys. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm and I'm it's out. guaranteed. I'm out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's guaranteed and it's for all baseball guaranteed. and basketball. And you know what? I'm out. Well, he, he did defer that? quite a bit of it, so there's that Golly. too. It's just too much money going around. Yes, it is. Yep. But and it only keeps getting bigger. Shohei, is that, is that how you say it? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. So as far as national days today is National Houseplant Appreciation Day, National Oysters Rockefeller Day. If you mm. like oysters, National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. Nice. There you go. So those are uh, some of the national days being celebrated today. Just birthdays. Bought my, just bought my wife a bonsai tree, so we can celebrate that. There you go. Birthdays, Pat Benatar, George Foreman. Pat ben- Benatar is 71. George Foreman, 75. Rod Stewart is 79. Wow. It's been a great day here on Out of Bounds. Really appreciate you guys coming in. Todd, always good. Zoe, man, we got to do, so do it more often. Just hit, just hit me up. Will I'm do. Ready. Love it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That's it for Out of Bounds today. Drive Time Sports coming up next. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. 